Hi, I'm Mountain Princess and welcome to A Teen's Guide to the World. This is a podcast where I talk about everything that crosses teenagers' minds, from books to politics to movies. In this episode, I'm going to be reading two stories that I wrote in primary school, and you guys can send your opinion on them and vote which one's the best online at www.anchor.fm slash kenyalin or if you're already on it, just click the send a message link. The first story I'm going to read is called Memories and it's about a soldier from World War I playing the piano and looking back on his life. And the second story I'll be reading is an autobiography of one of Cinderella's sisters to find out what really happened. Before I start, make sure to check my website at www.mountainprincess.co.uk That's www.mountainprincess.co.uk You'll find a link in the descriptions. Now let's get started. Memories. It is a strange thing about memories. No matter how many years go by, they will never be erased. It was a miserable rainy day. The rain droplets were sparkling crystals, descending from heaven majestically. The emerald green grass was dazzling confidently like pure white pearls in the misty moonlight. The clouds were colossal shadows sailing across the gloomy sky. In the middle of the vast room sat an old man with a stooped back playing a sombre tune on his piano. His hands were withered with age and he had a sorrowful expression in his eyes. Deep wrinkles crossed his forehead, just missing his thick, faded eyebrows. His hollow cheeks and narrow lips hardened his face. Under his droopy eyes were heavy bags making him look tired. His wrinkled hands had protruding veins. As the old man played the sorrowful tune on the piano, it brought back memories of him at war. He remembered the time when he had laid in the cold, muddy trenches, praying to survive the bombardment. He recalled the time when he had lost his best friend. Bitter, salty tears trickled down his wrinkled cheeks. He recollected the time when he had suffered from a horrible case of trench foot while he was treating wounded soldiers. He could still feel the warm, sticky blood of his friends on his hands. As the beautiful music started to fill the room, the memories took the old man all the way back to his childhood. His eyes lit up with excitement when he feverishly ripped open his present. Is this the precious hobby horse I've been waiting for? He pondered. His face lit up like a bulb when he grabbed the treasured gift. He pranced up and down the room while his heart was thumping with joy. He had been looking forward to receive this gift for months. Just then, a little boy tiptoed quietly into the room. He sat on the piano stool next to his grandfather. Even though he wasn't confident, the little boy cautiously tapped on a note on the piano to please 
his grandfather. A radiant smile cracked the old man's face and his eyes twinkled with joy. He knew that his memories would be passed on through generations when he died and that his spirit will live on. A Cinderella story, how it really went down. Oh, hello there. I'm Anastasia, but my sisters call me Annie. I'm not actually an ugly stepsister. I'm very pretty. In fact, during my youthful age, I was a model for Victoria's Secret. Anyway, before I stray off course, I would like to tell you the real truth about your so-called queen, my stepsister. I was about six when my father died and my ma lost all her money. My mother was a vain, selfish lady who never liked to be wrong. I also had a twin sister, Donnie, we called her. However, she was nowhere as pretty as me. Sorry, I get carried away a lot. You do too? Well, that's nice to hear that I'm not the only one. Anyway, we were like talk and cheese, never to be separated. It was a dreary day when Ma burst into my room. I was in the middle of dressing, so I was just standing there in my corset and my half-put-on hoop skirt. I've remarried again, another rich man, cried my Ma. Yes, after my pa died, she married 18 different people before she met Ella's dad. A new rich father? Who knows how many dresses we can buy, Donnie pondered out loud. It's not about the money, Donnie. It's the fact that we have a new father, I replied. Sooner than you could say bibbidi-bobbidi-boop, we were in a carriage on the way to our new house. Ella, our new sister, also known as Cinderella, and I became the best of friends. I think Donnie felt a bit left out, and I knew Ma hated Ella. But the letter changed everything. Before I continue, let me give you some background about Ella. Her mother died when she was a few months old and her father travelled around the world a lot. After we arrived, her father died so we were all she had. When the letter arrived, it cascaded majestically from the letterbox, golden calligraphy sweeping and curving. It was stunning until Ella ripped it open. An invitation to the prince's ball? I have to go, even if that means without you, she sung. This was my mother's chance to tear the bond between us. Did you hear that, girls? Ella doesn't want to go with you, Mum said. I felt so betrayed. I thought we were, what do you call it, BFFs. Cinderella, I now call her that, looked guilty too. Our friendship was lost forever. Cinderella helped Donnie and I get ready, and I could tell she wanted to be forgiven, but I just couldn't. Even when we left, she didn't give us a little have fun or enjoy yourself. I was kind of bummed that she wasn't coming with us, as Donnie had her eyes on the prince. The ball, I have to say, was quite dark, so I wouldn't go into much detail about it. It's the prince we need to focus on. He was all right, not my type though. He had golden locks and ocean blue eyes. Again, I have to put it out there, he was not my type. So don't start thinking anything. It was about half past eleven when the dazzling beauty was dragged to the floor. Can you guess who it was? It was Ella, wearing a royal blue dress and delicate slippers. She gave me a little smile, however I ignored her and ran. 
I ran out of the castle, past the carriage, and all the way back home. This part is historical and factual evidence that the Brothers Grimm do not know the truth. After I got home, I heard that Ella had fled too. She was running after me, leaving behind a glass slipper. The handsome prince, still not my type, issued a decree that he'll make every maiden try the slipper until he found it fit. Now, Ella didn't want to leave home, so she made up a plan. It was Ella, not Mum, who chopped off Donnie's toe so that the shoe would fit. It was Ella, not Mum, who chopped off my heel so that the shoe would fit. It was Ella, not Mum, who locked herself in her room so she couldn't be found. Unfortunately, she was found and forced to try on the shoe. Ella promised us she would stay, but in the end, the prince kidnapped her and killed my ma, my own mother. Cinderella didn't even object. She left me plotting my revenge forever after. To this day, I have sworn never to speak to that traitor who disowned my family's name and killed my mother. Oh, and before I forget, it was her who also spelled those rumours about the ugly stepsisters and the evil stepmother. So now you know about the truth about the Queen. Do you still trust her? That's all I have for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Next week we will be doing something quite similar. I'll be reading poems that I've written instead. Have a good week. Bye.